there is still so much opportunity in her or his body to heal. And if we can remove the source of the issues that that child's immune system is being damaged by, then that child will heal. They will heal and they will recover. And they can have a perfectly healthy immune system and body for years to come. Hey everyone, this is Dr. Barrett. I'm a board certified chiropractic physician with a passion and emphasis in functional nutrition. We can't wait to add value to your health as well as the health of your family. Thanks for listening in to the Real Health Podcast. Hey, before we jump into today's episode, do me a favor. If you like this episode and you like hearing from Dr. B, share it on your Facebook, share it on your Instagram. We're really trying to get this health movement out. So without further ado, let's get to today's episode. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You're listening to the Real Health Podcast with Dr. B. We've got Dr. B here, and we've got an amazing episode that I'm actually really excited to hear from Dr. B about. We're going to talk about how to rebuild your child's damaged immune system. I know that this is a a very uh, a good topic to talk about given everything that's happening in the world today. And so, Dr. B, welcome to the episode. Thanks, man. You excited about today's? Yeah, I am. Especially, I was thinking about it after yes, uh, last two weeks ago, I guess, episode. Um, we were talking about how to kind of prepare for the winter season ahead. Um, just some immune building tips. Um but sometimes uh, we're already in such a deficit, it's hard hard to imagine supporting an immune system that's already, you know, somewhat destroyed. Yeah. So that's what today's episode was focus was going to be. We're going to talk a little bit about the how, why did it happen, and then also, you know, how do we get these symptoms, and then the simple steps to help rebuild your child's damaged immune system. But before we get into today's episode, just a reminder: we got a couple things that are that are coming down that are really important for you guys that are listeners of the Real Health Podcast. We have the fourth trimester workshop on October 25th. So put that in your calendar. What time is that again? I have no idea. It's going to be at night. It's going to be at night. <laughs> we can, uh, it's going to be at night. We'll, we'll and, it's, and, and the main focus of the workshop is if you've had a baby um, a month ago or 10 years ago, we're going to talk through the issues that moms have as they age past, uh, as kids grow up and they've aged since their last pregnancy, uh, labor and delivery. And so that could be all the way from pelvic floor weakness to postpartum depression, to thyroid issues, to hair falling out, to low energy levels, chronic fatigue, brain fog, why am I stressed? Um, or it could be if you are getting ready to have your first baby mm-hmm. and you just want to think proactively. So that's what the workshop's for. Should men accompany their wife? Absolutely. Men should always accompany their wife. I knew you were going to say that. October 25th workshop for a trimester. Uh, just note that is actually at the Alcoa Highway location. So if you show up to the West Knoxville location on October ain't 25th, ain't nobody going to be here. So make sure you do October 25th at the Alcoa location. And then 1031 Halloween, the Armor Nutrition is going to launch. I know we've talked about it on other episodes, but if you have not heard about it, make sure that you go to Armor nutritionnox.com and go to book a consultation and you will have an initial call with Caitlin and then you will get into that. So 1031, I know you've worked a lot of, pretty hard on that one. So that's going to be good. 
It is, man. We're really excited about helping people um, live free and healthy, um, breaking old bad uh, habits when it comes to their health and establishing new ones. That's awesome. Let's get into today's episode, how to rebuild your child's damaged immune system. How did we get here? Um, And uh, we'll we'll get some symptoms and steps after that. Okay. Yeah. So how we got here is mainly... um, well, we can go to we can go to preconception all the way all the way back there. So, if mom's in an unhealthy state, you know it's no bueno for the baby. So, um, which happens a lot. Mm-hmm, it does. It it does. Um, a lot of times it's like, oops, I'm pregnant. So mm-hmm. you know that's that can be a problem. And we're just micronutrientally def, de, deficient. Um. And we're also, from a not even a nutrient standpoint, from an organism standpoint, we don't have a lot of good, healthy bacteria in our immune system. So our mm-hmm. immune system alone is damaged. And really where I see a lot of issues, especially with colicky babies, mm-hmm. is mom is having food reactions. Mom's having food reactions. And so because of that, uh, baby's having food reactions. Mom doesn't know what her food reactions are. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but she was having those all the way preconception. Um, so we test mom, pull her off certain foods, and then all of a sudden baby is so much better. Um, so it goes all the way into immune system um, function for baby, all the way from, from preconception. And then there's even research that shows if mom's on a probiotic during pregnancy, mm-hmm. it lowers the baby's risk of type 1 autoimmune diabetes. Wow. That's amazing. So it's, uh, it's con- preconception, conception, um, and then what you're doing through pregnancy. But really where the rubber meets the road is um, day one, are you breastfeeding or bottle feeding with formula? Um, you know, breastfeeding is just going to give that child so many uh, immune building properties that you're just not going to get from formula. So the most important thing is um, breastfeeding right from the get-go. But most babies aren't breastfed, so <clears throat> mom's got food reactions, hidden food reactions. Mom's probably not taking probiotics. Uh, mom, mom, maybe mom, mom and dad may choose to use formula. Maybe there's an issue with milk letdown. And then because of that, the baby's immune system's compromised. Um, and whether they had a vaginal or C-section birth, the baby probably wasn't adjusted after birth. So they've got upper neck misalignments that creates tension in the neck that can cause issues all the way from latching, feeding, but also drainage. So now baby starts to have ear infections. So we start using antibiotics. And then we have vaccinations which which completely destroy an immune system. And then now we have more antibiotics, more vaccines, uh, poor nutrition. We start kids six, seven months off sugar, mm-hmm. right? They're like, oh, fruits are healthy, but it's just pure sugar, mm. right? Because you're just giving them, um, you know, pouches and, and paste um, or just rice, you know, just yeah. rices and oats. And, and so we have then a situation where now we're introducing um, allergy uh, allergy containing foods early on antibiotics rip down that gut gut barrier um, again constantly being being vaccinated and then two three years old we start seeing eczema so then we throw them on corticosteroid creams and and uh, and it, allergy issues so we start getting uh, uh, you know some type of allegra or <coughs> antihistamine and the list goes on and on so that kind of summarizes a little bit of that um, first couple years where things get a little bit funky. It's, it's it's a vicious cycle. It is. It, and it's hard to get out of it when you're in the medical system. Yeah. So when you're in living in and, and receiving information from the medical system, 
is really when things get and you get you get in trouble because it's an allopathic model. It's just a symptom based model. So it goes from preconception, um, nutrient deficiencies and probiotic deficiencies and food reactions, and then we get into chronic antibiotic usage, excessive vaccinations, poor nutritional support, like from a from a from a breast milk standpoint versus a formula. Allergy, um, high allergy-ridden foods that we give, uh, first foods. And then um, now we've got a, a child who, it's, it's amazing they're even alive. Yeah. And so now their immune system is really, yeah, uh, it's in trouble. Um, it is. And um, if you just let it play out, which we see when the child comes to us at 8 or 10 years old, now they have a- chronic uh, asthma. Uh, they have allergies. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're on chronic use of steroids, uh, inhalers, antibiotics, mm-hmm. um, eczema all over their body, autoimmunity, and uh, and now the mom's like, "Hey, I need help. The medical system's failed me for the last eight years." Yeah, they have. They absolutely have. Um, let's let's rebuild your child's immune system. Let's go back. Uh, first off, I somewhat kind of feel like you're talking about myself when I was younger. Um, I had developed severe allergies and now looking back on it i kind of know the root cause of it so let's go back to if someone is listening to this and they just learned that they were pregnant because i, I want to start from the very beginning but i don't want to get too down in the weeds with it um if you were if you were speaking with someone that just learned that they were pregnant or thinking about getting pregnant um and they're not well versed on nutrition they just have a very high level understanding of it what would you tell them hey get off of this stop eating this because this is very important and put this into your diet or something like that yeah so uh we'll well it's the exact same thing i'd tell a kid okay who's got a damaged immune system stay away from the offending five six foods so it's gluten okay so wheat dairy corn soy sugar and vegetable oils so those, those six are extremely inflaming to the immune system, inflammatory to the immune system, and offending to the immune system. They damage it. So gluten-based grains. Now, rice is, I'm okay with rice. It's just a carbohydrate. You're getting no nutritional value from it. But, hey, if, you want, if, if, if you're exercising, training, you need some extra carbs, sure, you can have some rice. Mm-hmm. Quinoa is fine. You know, some gluten-based grains, gluten-free based grains are fine. But... Also, don't don't consume a bunch of gluten-free breads that are full of potato starches and corn starches, right? So you got to be careful of that. So gluten, corn is just genetically modified, hard to break down grain. It's hidden in a lot of oh, stuff. Oh yeah, corn syrups and corn sugars and corn starches and yeah, it's it's everywhere. Especially in in because we have a one-year-old and you read the labels of of foods and it's the corn, it's it's everywhere. Yeah, and soy too. These are like highly processed. Um, grains that we, uh, you know, soybeans, obviously, but we consume these at high levels, and they're just genetically modified, terrible for a body full of pesticides. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're really destructive to our gut. And then, you know, dairy is a big one. Dairy is a is a big issue. Um, so I, I pull people off dairy as, again, it affects 23 different parts of the brain. Um, casein is very inflammatory to the body. And so it's really hard to find an actually pure source of A2 certified grass-fed raw cow, you know, milk. (laughs) 
So you said that pretty fast. Yeah, exactly right. Because you're just not going to find that. Yeah. I when I lived in South Carolina, the um, I think it was legal to have raw milk. Mm. And so yeah. um, I used to get a gallon. I used to go to a, a, a food store, and there would be – I would pick up a gallon of yeah. just – I'm talking like straight from oh, yeah. the udder yeah. milk, and it was – it was milk. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, I've heard the whole. Right. I've heard the whole saying of like this whole two percent, whole per, whole percent, whatever you want to call it. That's not milk. Yeah, like what yeah. I it, man, yeah. I would have it with uh-huh. protein shakes, yeah. and it was oh yeah, glorious, Thick. awesome, full fat. Yeah, and then um, right. So we so so then we have issues of of just sugar. How damn we all know that sugar damages the immune system. Yet we give it to our kids all the time. No, oh. one of the craziest things is everywhere kids go, there's sugar. Like at school. They get a, a, a 75 on a test, and they get a lollipop. You're like, what the heck is that? <laughs> they go to church, and all the way out, they get a lollipop. You're like, come on, man, really? <laughs> yes. Like, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to actually help build my child's health, and everywhere I look, they're getting rewarded with sugar. Are we creating an issue of addiction? Absolutely we are. These kids are, are cocaine addicts of sugar. Okay, uh, question then. Dr. Barrett, you've got four kids. Sugar is everywhere. How do you... Talk to your kids about sugar. Well, now, so we've had the conversation since day one. So now they give it, they 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 take it because okay. they're polite. Okay. They give it to us. Okay. We throw it away, <laughs> <laughs> and then we get we give them something in return, right? So we just get home, and you're like, "Hey, mom made some chocolate chip cookies or whatever." So um, it, we're kind of. I know it sounds crazy. We're still giving them. Sh- sugar in a way like we're still giving them a, a treat or a dessert yeah but we're actually rewarding good behavior like good choices we're not rewarding something they did just by participating or being at church or school yeah we're rewarding them making a healthy change yeah so it's there's actually a lot of science into that that when you want to make a like if you have are you trying to break an addiction towards mm-hmm. something um well, it's one thing to just not do it. Like, hey, I'm not going to eat that donut mm-hmm. that I see in sitting in the waiting room. Um, I'm not going to eat that donut versus I'm not going to eat that donut and I'm going to drink eight ounces of clean water. Mm. Drinking the positive reinforcement of, hey, I, just, I didn't just neglect. I did something of value to my health actually helps break the addiction quicker. So for a child, it's just psychology. We are rewarding them from making a good healthy uh, uh, health change or health habit um, making a good health decision and so that's what we do what okay I don't I don't want to get down the child psychopathic realm here but I think it's important because I think you deal with it every single day and it's something that I know that the listeners are wondering well how do I what if they say well all the other kids get the sugar and I know that your your children may have said that to you too what do you say to that go ahead and have it yeah, let's see what happens, buddy. <laughs> That's what I tell them. I said, hey, you know, you're old enough now. It's your choice. At, at, at some level, three, four years old, we, we really dictate hard. But at, at now, nine, 11 years old, we're like, hey, if you want that, you can have that. But just so you know, in a couple hours when your stomach hurts, you got a headache, you feel foggy, you're tired, okay, then I'm, I don't want you to complain. <laughs> And I want you to know that's what that particular cupcake did, mm-hmm. right? And now what we find is that they're, they're, they're saying it's just not worth it. That's amazing. At 9 years old, 11 years old, they'll just say, no, I, I really don't want it. And what we find is they just want to be a part. Mm. 
So sometimes they'll they'll grab it and like like lick the icing or something like that and and kind of just give it to us behind our back. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just them grabbing it if it makes them feel like a part of the team or a part whatever. But yeah, the, it's hilarious, man. But they're there's I'm so proud of them. They they it's little things that we started from early on. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm glad that we kind of got down that because I've actually always wondered that question. Yeah. I know some people on here probably wondered that. Yeah, no, well. it's a great question. I would never thought to ask it. Yeah. That's why you're here. So how do we rebuild it? So how do we rebuild it? Um, it can be rebuilt. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's, let's let the it listeners can. know that, right? Yeah, it can. Now, a child is going to have full-blown autoimmunity, Crohn's disease, ultraclass. I pray you're not there. If it is, we can we can dampen that down, right? We can dim down that autoimmunity. We can't necessarily reverse that. But for the most part, all these kids, yes, I've seen it over and over again. We can rebuild the immune system. I think it starts off always with what we're eating. So if any, uh, exactly what I just told moms that are that are pregnant or preconception, nutrition, avoiding those five, right, six foods. Um, so that's number one. I would... Absolutely, if your kid has an immune issue, um, I would avoid those foods. And I would also consider uh, food allergy testing because there's probably a lot more um, than just those. So you can test it just, uh, well, okay, real quick. I get this question a lot. Uh, I went to my food, I went to my allergist, and they said I don't have any allergies. And I just laugh. And their skin's inflamed and red and has eczema all over it. And I'm like, that that's just sad. That That's where that is in yeah. our medical system. But anyway, <laughs> what they usually test is what's called IgE foods. These mm-hmm. are anaphylactic food reactions. Mm-hmm. These foods create a hyper-reactive response where you're going to welt up, hive up, and you know need an EpiPen. Um, you may not have any of those, but you have many, what we call IgG, which is immunoglobulin G, delayed food sensitivity reactions. Mm-hmm. These show up a day, three days later, a week later. This shows up, uh, you know, the next day with stomach problems. So the first thing is I would avoid the five or six, and then if you work with a health care provider, do an IgG food allergy screening mm-hmm. so we can see all those food reactions and then eliminate those accordingly. You, you The food wasn't the issue necessarily, like uh, egg eating eggs at seven months old wasn't the issue. It was eating eggs with a broken down immune system causing a Mm -hmm. secondary response to that food. Mm -hmm. So why we use food is food then is now being recognized as a foreign invader. It's like a virus and Mm -hmm. you're eating these viruses every single day and it's damaging your immune system. So we just have to remove them for a season before we reintroduce them, but we remove them for the purpose of rebuilding the immune system. So we find those hidden food reactions, we remove those, or just remove those those big six. And then next step, we want to rebuild the gut. So we want to just provide, because of chronic antibiotic usage, antibiotics in food, and poor nutritional changes with high levels of sugar, we want to give them a load of probiotics. Just find a good children's chewable or children's powdered-based probiotic and give them 50 billion organisms a day and really give them a good inoculation of, of, of bacteria. Um, so those are the first two strategies in helping a child's immune system be repaired. And there's a few others. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this question. And I'm actually speaking, I'm asking this question because I was this person 
if someone has severe peanut allergies, if someone has severe uh, um, egg allergy, dairy allergy, is it safe to say that you can pinpoint what their childhood looked like? Is that kind of, you see what I'm, you see what I'm asking there? Like that child, and I say that child, that, that was me. I was probably on a lot of antibiotics, a lot of vaccinations. Is that is that a pre- pretty safe correlation? Yeah. They, the way I explain a child and how they grow up in the first couple of years of life mm-hmm. is almost um, the framework for every child that comes in in that situation. Mm-hmm. Wow. They just do. And, and, and why? Because um, that's, what kids, that's what kids go through. Mm-hmm. Moms and dads just don't know. And, and, and unfortunately, what they don't know is, is hurting their children. And so, yeah, that's just, it is. It's the model of creating a damaged immune system. So, yeah, kid comes in with those symptoms. We can really just point, point it back to that whole upbringing. It's, is it creating seasonal allergies too? Oh, and any, any hyper response to foods or allergens is, is, is it's the same. It is it's okay. the same, yeah, whether it's a food or whether it's a tree. Problem is you can't get rid of your trees. <laughs> you can get rid of the foods. So that's where we start. Yeah. And then so okay. So foods, uh, food elimination, probiotics, and then um, from here we just really want to be mindful of um, medication usage and you know work with your provider. Uh, do I need an antibiotic, yeah. or can I just you know let this run the course? Um, and so I think that's really important. Um, also build up your child's immune system with healthy, um, vitamin D, a kid, you know, 400 IUs to a thousand IUs a day of vitamin D, get them some natural sunlight, make sure they're getting out, out and about, um, give them daily vitamin C, just some good antioxidant support for their immune system as well. Like these are simple things that are very, very good, very profound to help a child turn their immune system around, um, and then I would, I would tell you that a lot of the kids have a problem with, um, with infections, usually parasitic um, and bacterial infections. So, you know, typically you're going to want to do some type of antimicrobial approach. Um, and maybe we'll do the same thing this episode we did last episode, put a full script link, and I'll upload a couple products that we use for our kids in the office when we're trying to kill off some bugs. Because usually what I'll do is remove the um, offending foods, um, give them probiotics and then cycle them on a natural antimicrobial that's going to kill bad bacteria, fungus, parasites, and clean out that system that's damaging the immune system as well. And we'll run that for really a couple months um, and just hold steady. It's amazing when you remove offending foods, give a kid a probiotic daily, get them some sunlight, let them run around, what their immune system can do. I mean, just that simple thing. Health is simple. That's very simple, but very effective at helping reverse a damaged immune system. Now, if it's really bad, we're going to have to take deeper strategies and go a little bit stronger and probably detoxification support, get some heavy metals out from those vaccinations and support glutathione levels. But for the most part, if you are in that situation where you're like, hey, where do I start? Remove the fending six, 50 billion organisms of probiotics a day. And then get them on an antimicrobial and run that for two months, and let's see where that child's immune system's at. 
I was going to ask you, let's just recap this as far as if you have parents that are listening to this right now and, you know, they are, they may think that their child's immune system is pretty damaged. What would, okay, let's just, I know you just said it, but let's reiterate it again because you've said a lot of important things here. Day one, they're listening to this. Mm, I think my child has a damaged immune system. What should the parent do right then and there and the se- subsequent steps from there? So, yeah, if you see eczema, chronic allergies, chronic infections, sinus infections, gut problems, tummy issues, okay, number one, avoid gluten, dairy, corn, soy, sugar, and vegetable oils. Day one. But it's in in everything, Dr. Barrett. Huh? No, it's not. It is, but it isn't, right? So we just have to, like, stretch ourselves a little bit. But if you're willing— if you're wanting to make a change, you're going to have to avoid those six. There's no, that's a non-negotiable. You don't move on to step two unless you got step one dialed in. So you have to avoid those six. Step two or one, one B, mm-hmm. um, get food allergy tested, but with IgG testing. And they can get that where? Uh, well, they can do it here. Okay. Like they just call the office and say, hey, I want to, I want to get my, my kid checked for food allergies. Okay. Or they can, if they, if you go to your provider, make sure you ask them, which a lot of times they'll balk at and probably not do and charge you a million dollars because it's, it's not covered in, in insurance. Obviously. Obviously. But you're going to ask for IgG blood testing. That's what you're going to ask for. Got it. Okay. okay. Um, so we get those back. And then step three, 50 billion organisms a day. So 50 billion probiotics a day. My favorite is Claire Labs. They're children's chewable. Claire with a K, children's chewable. Again, we can upload that in a, in a full script account if you need it. Okay. And then um, start them on some type of antimicrobial. Now, really simple could be just daily silver, colloidal silver, about 10 sprays a day, back the throat, and just get that antimicrobial in their body. Is a great way for kids. It's tasteless. It's easy. It's gentle on the body. So, um, and and now we're off to the races. And uh, and if there's bigger issues that we gotta we gotta hurdle, that's where you're gonna have to work with someone locally. But that'll that'll take a child a long way. And then of course get them outside, get them in the sun, get them playing. What about we're, we're rolling into the winter time when it's colder outside? Vitamin D is less supplementation for kids yeah i would say if they're like you know one to three years one to four years old like 400 800 i use a day is fine okay when they start getting above like five uh thousand i use a day mm-hmm. yeah and then when they're maybe around 10 or so two thousand i use a day um as they get a little bit bigger 15 20 you know two two thousand four thousand i use a day during the winter time if a parent comes to you which i know that they have and this has been something that they've struggled with because they've seen their kids struggle with eczema, allergies. What would you say to that individual that is sitting in front of you and they're just, they seem defeated? Yeah, well, I, I had a consult with a patient uh, a couple weeks ago. It was, it was heartbreaking for me. You know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a softie, um, like my girls' soccer team lost the championship match. So did your college team. I'm so sorry. No, there not, wasn't a championship match. We haven't talked about that yeah, yet. It wasn't a championship <laughs> match. 
Um, He's a Florida fan fan, people, so <laughs> go ahead. And so it was off of a, a terrible – it was a terrible call. Ref called the goal. It didn't even come close to crossing the line. It was, it was awful. Long story short, the girls come off, and they're crying. Oh. Right? I mean, seven, eight years old uh, or eight, nine years old. And so I I started tearing up, man. <laughs> I, like, brought them around, and I said, all right, girls, just put your arms around each other. Coach needs a second. <laughs> oh, man, it was it was heavy. I've been processing that all week. Um, so this, this little girl comes in, her whole, her, so it was so, such a sweet little girl, a little, her whole body, her whole body was, her skin was, um, was really, really reactive and, um, a lot of just eczema peeling of the skin. And so it just broke my heart. Um, and so I know the parents there too. And, uh, and so I think the most important thing to communicate is, um, that case and a lot of other cases feels like there's no way out that I'm not I'm not going to have my child um, ever be healthy live healthy um, and so the most important message that we communicate is there is still so much opportunity in her or his body to heal and if we can remove the source of the issues that that child's immune system is being damaged by, then that child will heal. They will heal and they will recover. And they can have a perfectly healthy immune system and body for years to come. That's, that's really it. It's giving them hope. That's, that's so good. I think that's important for people to listen to because really, and I've seen it in your practice year over year that we've been together and that you have been working with my family, is you are able to give hope where, in my opinion, the Western medicine doesn't really give hope. It just gives a pill, potion, or a lotion and says deal with it. That's right. That's exactly what it does. Guys, four things slash five things. Avoid the six. IgG, blood test, probiotics, Claire Labs. I will link that in the show notes. Make sure you go do that. Antimicrobial with the daily silver and then possibly vitamin D. Dr. Barrett, thank you so much for this episode. I know that this is going to serve a lot of parents well. Um, anything else you want to leave the listeners with? Not at all. Perfect. Guys, make sure that you are ready to go for the fourth trimester at Alcoa Highway and then make sure that you sign up for the armornutritionknox.com consultation. Dr. B, see you next episode. See you, brother. Before you hit X, hold on one second. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the podcast today with Dr. B. Two things that would really help the Real Health Podcast movement. One, share it on your social media, your Facebook, your Instagram, wherever you're on a social network. And two, if you go to Apple Podcast and you scroll down, give us a five-star rating and give us a review. Thanks so much for your time, and we'll see you next episode.